Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. My name is John, uh, and as always, I am flanked by my two trusty co-hosts. We've got Josh. How are you doing, pal? Hello. I'm good. Oh, good. And we've got Alex. What's up, buddy? What's up? Yo, yo. Guys, guys, uh, feels like a long week already. Uh, I don't know about you, but we're halfway through it or over halfway through. I don't know how it's hump day. So at the end of hump day, you're more than halfway through the week i guess it still feels long how are you guys how are you guys holding up the dog days of summer baby but it's the best time of year for sports i think uh we got good uh, point yeah we got uh mlb playoffs starting we got baseball football and soon we have we will have nfl basketball or NBA basketball. NFL basketball. NFL it's, a, basketball. It's, it's a new thing that's happening. NFL players play basketball and NBA players play football. Who will win? No, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, baseball is definitely heating up there uh, uh, in that uh, AL East uh, division. Uh, pretty close. Alex, did you watch? Was that game on last night? I watched uh, a good chunk of that game despite myself. Yeah. yeah. I did not see who won, but uh, uh, Boston won. The Sox did. Um, the Sox. Well, it's a good thing that this is a football podcast. Then, uh, yeah, no, definitely, it's 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 getting fun. You know, NFL games. You know, we're week five, so you know we're probably going to start seeing some. You know, some of the better teams kind of rise up, and some of the the worst teams kind of fall down. That's the hard thing about fantasy football, especially. You can get kind of trapped with uh, with rankings early. So I mean, you're seeing a lot of players kind of sort out you know kind of get back to the mean um on week four uh last week we had some we had some fun ones we had some you know not so fun ones it started out with that jaguars Bengals game which actually uh was far more competitive and fun than i thought it would be uh and then it had an even better post game uh old urban meyer <laughs> going back staying in staying in ohio and going to his steakhouse what's it uh urban, urban meyer's pint house no i think it's called urban's chop house there he has he has both but he was at urban meyer's pint house oh. when he uh had a had a little that evening is, that sounds like my personal hell so yeah, I going to Urban Meyer's Pint House. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would go just to check it out. I mean, I I bet they they have like Bill Miller Lite, Bud Light, and all the all the ones that you like. He just I seems like, like over the bar. There's all the like. There's all these pictures of him over the bar there, and one of them is his, him and his wife. Uh, well, I mean, I bet he was looking directly at it, uh, and you know, while he was doing what he was doing. And, and I don't know if you guys saw any of the, like the stuff that came out that is like players kind of said he had like meetings he didn't like address the entire team he did it like by position group for whatever reason so it's like okay you already don't want to tell the story you're not telling the actual story and now you're telling you know a fictitious story multiple times to all the different position groups but like they were saying some of the guys were like the moment he walked out of the room they all just started laughing and then one of them was like one of them was like they all started laughing and he knew it like 
he was like you know the door was just barely you know it was like one of those like swinging bar doors like it closes and you can't hear anything that kind of opens up and you hear like hyster- like you know hysterical laughter then it closes again you can't hear anything <laughs> but it was Sarah, one of the funniest things i'd heard that that just the play reaction uh was super, John, super funny does he make it past the bye week i mean I, he you know he came out today and said he wasn't going to resign and you know honestly here's the thing. Uh, like I was thinking about this the other, I haven't really exhausted a lot of thought, you know, thought processing power on this whole thing. Um, for me, it's like, you know, whatever, he didn't break any laws or anything. It, it's a thing. He was dancing with someone. Maybe there's more going on there. Who knows? Um, but he didn't do anything like illegal or anything. I think the important thing is like, he's just a bad coach. You know, he's, he's, he's a bad coach on a bad team. And there's already a lot of other stuff going on about him wanting out or, you know, wanting to take a different job, like, you know, like, I, I just leave, you know, just like go, like, if anything, like, just this could be your, just be like, oh, yeah, I need to, like, reevaluate, and he could now use his family as an angle, because what he used, like, his heart, and then something else, I think he's used, like, two he's diseases. He's used his family before. Oh, he has used his family, but, well, shit, use your yeah. family again, I, and you can say, like, oh, I need to, you know, reevaluate, whatever, blah, 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 and I have to do that. Well, that's that. the thing, it, it seems like he wants out, but he'd, like, he doesn't want to lose credibility of like just quitting after four games in the NFL. But like, I don't know. I don't feel like he's got much credibility anyway. Yeah. That's I, kind of... I think he's going to leave if they offer him the job at USC. Yeah. No. Before the end of the year. For sure. And yeah, their bye week is week seven. So, you know, we got a couple weeks before then, honestly. I don't know. I, I guess I would still say I'm 50 50 at this point, but especially hearing about the players in the locker room I and mean, like, he doesn't have the locker room. Like there's nothing there. Yeah. They don't really seem to have a whole lot of respect for him. And I'm sure they just lost even more, you know, cause he's, he's going in and telling these players is like, well, uh, as you know, I was seen dancing near a woman. And they're like, yeah, we're not blind idiot. Like, like give me a break. Like, just like be honest. Like shit. You're just like, yeah, I was like grinding with someone and uh you know giving her the old what did you say Jeff, the columbus hello um <laughs> yeah but uh i don't know I, I don't alex do you think he makes it to the bye week week seven i mean i think he makes it as long as he wants to i think he just doesn't want to be there but he'll probably be there until uh december I yeah guess. well i hear that the best marriage counselors are in south bend indiana and uh and uh you know i feel like los angeles of, yeah los angeles Sorry, I forgot the USC was the other. I feel like, yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants them to fire him so he gets paid out all of his, you know, because like you said, he's not, he didn't do anything illegal. And that's why it's funny is because it's yeah. like, it's just so goofy. It was like, well, I was going to have dinner with my grandchildren and then this evil couple at the bar next door, this evil party group came and ruined my evening with their, with their sick ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, the foul temptress. Uh, I made my eye wander. I'm sure Tim like, I feel like if he just sad. quit and was like, I don't actually want to do this and no one want to be here, he'd have to give up, he'd get to get back a lot of the money. So, yeah, well, we will see. Expert. We will see. And yeah, like, so, you know, again, let's not, yeah, waste too much. Jaguars lost the game 24 21. Offense actually looked pretty good. James Robinson. 18 carries, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. So after a slow start, James Robinson coming on. Uh, but overall, fun game, really wacky ending. Uh, moving on, uh, a Sunday game that actually went to overtime. Um, and Alex, do you remember what your betting pick was last week? Yeah, I picked uh, the 
Chiefs to cover, which they did. Yeah, Chiefs. Sorry, I, for some reason I thought it was the Titans Jets. Why you would do the Titans Jets games? But yeah, the Titans Jets. No one in the world, I don't think, giving the Jets a shot in that one. Uh, now, in our market, the Packers. Steve, and as everyone listening probably knows at this point, if you've continued listening, I am a Packers fan. Packers Steelers, you know, was supposed to start. Uh, you know, the three twenty, three thirty game. Titans Jets uh, went into overtime at 24-24, and who to thunk it? It went the entire overtime period. So I got to see the Packers start. Oh, about I don't know. It felt like an eternity. It was probably only like half an hour. Um, yeah, that was great. But yeah, the Titans uh, going down. Jets kicking a field goal and winning it. The Titans missing on the other end, 27-24. Uh, and I got to ask, uh, Josh, after the Titans losing the Jets, are the Titans in trouble? Um, I wouldn't. I, no, I wouldn't no. be like terrified they're, yet. They're uh, not. They're I not. They're just fine. I, they do have some issues at wide receiver right now with both, I think, Julio and A.J. Brown banged up. But well, A.J. Not, Brown, not... Uh, speaking of, A.J. Brown is actually active this week. So okay. A.J. Brown, Brown will be going uh, so this week. So there you go. So I'll um, no. I think they'll be fine. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I was more just kind of a joke question. Um, do you think Derrick Henry's done, Alex? Uh, no. Do you think um, a demoralizing loss to the? I, I don't think Tennessee's a very good team, by the way. I think they're pretty bad. They're just in a really lousy division. Yeah, so I, I agree. Fine, with that but too. I don't think they're going anywhere. And I didn't didn't need to see them lose to the Jets, even though I saw somebody on Twitter say, and I think this is true, there should be one team a year. That if you lose to them, you're automatically disqualified from the playoffs. And that should be the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. S-U-C-K. Uh, moving on. Uh, another exciting game, Josh. You're a Josh Allen owner. Uh, the Buffalo Bills blanked the Houston yeah. Texans. Um, not a great game for Houston. Um, that Davis Mills, uh, rookie, we talked about the stats from last week. Got slightly better for some, and for this guy, way, way worse. 11 of 21, 87 yards in the whole game, four interceptions, no rushing game to speak of still for that team. Um, they're bad. Obviously, they're bad. Um, when do you think, Jack, when do you think this Deshaun Watson trade is going to go through? I know it's like the hype train is up, and now the New Orleans Saints have also been named in there. Do you think they deal him here within the next few weeks, or do you think they just hold him? I don't know. I mean, this is so, there's so many factors involved. I mean, I think if he were to go somewhere, it'd be Miami or possibly New Orleans. But if he were to even play this year, would be a big question mark. Um, no, so, he is not. He is not uh, suspended by the league uh, or anything like that. He's essentially a healthy scratch every week. So if he were traded, uh, you know, barring, you know, any other, you know, investigation stuff happening as of now, he could be an instant starter for anyone who trades. Yeah. I mean, to me, the most likely landing spots would be Miami or New Orleans, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't see it happening. What am I going to say? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah, dude. I, I get you. Well, moving over to the Bills. The Bills uh, uh, defense has been playing fantastic. Um, this is two shutouts in three weeks, I believe. Um, now they get the Chiefs, though. They have played three backup quarterbacks, uh, Chiefs, Bills. Uh, 
what seemingly a really good defense in Buffalo. Again, not a lot to work with. They played the Dolphins. They played the Texans uh, after shockingly somehow losing to that Steelers team in week one, which I still don't understand how that happened. But, you know, three straight wins. Offense is kind of humming. They get the Chiefs, who offense is great, obviously. Uh, record is starting to sag a little bit. They did get a win last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Bills Chiefs. This is probably the big one. Like, uh, this is probably the big game. This is, uh, you know, the two AFC powers. Uh, Josh, how do you see? Who who do you think? Who do you think has the upper hand in that game? As Josh um, Allen. Boy, that's that's tough. I think that game is going to be a, a shootout, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, oh, you know, the Chiefs have kind of you know, had a disappointing start of the season, I think in most people's opinion. But um, if you look, I saw a weird graphic today about the uh, uh, Bills defense where they chart every defense on like a line graph and like the Bills defense is completely up in the upper corner, Mm -hmm. just how good they've been. They're like statistically above every other defense. Um, I'd probably sit them this week, but I would hold on to them if I had them on my roster. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't be dropping them just because of the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game, but I'll take the Bills in this one. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Going with the Bills. Well, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, like I said, I mean, they blanked the Dolphins two weeks ago, uh, came out and, you know, pretty well thrashed the, the, the football team of Washington. Uh, and then obviously this week, you know, took the, you know, took the Texans, you know, it really took them down. So, but again, that's Washington backup quarterback, Houston backup quarterback, Miami backup quarterback. Uh, the defense has been great. It'll be interesting to see how their defense plays against the chiefs. You know, not, I, I don't want to say a struggling chiefs team. They're currently two and two, um, you know. I, you know, obviously it's the Chiefs, it's Mahomes. We'll see what happens, but that one will be interesting to see how that Bills defense holds up against Patrick Mahomes. Five touchdowns last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and we couldn't, we couldn't, you know, go through our game recap without talking about, we got to talk about our teams. We got to talk about all our favorite team. <laughs> Alex, Jared Goff, not playing poorly. He's really not. The, the Lions did lose to the Bears. 24, 38, 299, two touchdowns, no picks. And that's against Justin Fields, 11, 17, 209, and an interception. Uh, oh, I thought Alex just went dark, but no, it was Joshua. No, nope, I'm here. This Lions team, they lost 24 to 14. Obviously, that, that hurts. The run defense isn't great. David Montgomery put up a huge stat line that, you know, most likely, you know, definitely propelled them to the win. Darnell Mooney, five for 125, but that was, you know, that was the large majority. Lions are undefeated or winless rather. Sorry. Lions are winless. I mean, they're not a bad team though. I mean, you're looking at some of these guys as far as like a fantasy value. I mean, Jared Goff, not terrible. Quintus Cephas has put up a couple of good games in the last couple. I mean, do you think that this team is like just that bad or do you think they're just more just like unlucky? Uh, I mean, well, when you're a Lions fan for that long, what's the, what's the difference really? Um, yeah. No, I don't think they're very good. I think they've been more competitive than I think people thought because they, on paper, looked very bad. And they've, you know, other than that second half of the Packer game in week two, have kept it pretty competitive. Yeah. Uh, you know, they barely lost to Baltimore. They held in with San Francisco. But they're just not very good. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, if you need a guy on your bye week, I guess you could do worse than Goff. I don't know that I'd really trust anybody on the Lions. They're going to get a win. They're not going 0 17. They're not that bad. Um, but yeah, they're just, you know, there's nothing. It's a transition year. I mean, the, the, the new coach seems like he's like the players kind of like him and that, you know, it just, it's like a transition year and they're, they're not supposed to be any good. So I, I mean, you know, they're, it's kind of boring to talk Well, They're very boring to talk about, but like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, golf. I don't, I don't really know how Swift is done. I, I mean, I didn't watch the game on Sunday with the Swift Bears. didn't get a lot of room uh, last week. Um, it seemed like, yeah, I mean, the run game wasn't there for, uh, for the Lions. I mean, he, Jamal Williams eclipsed him in carries. Uh, Dondo Swift had eight carries for 16 yards. Jamal Williams, 14 for 66. Um, and Swift had uh, added four catches for 33 yards. So not a lot there, especially, you know, a week after Dan Campbell's talking about, well, we need to use this kid a lot more. We need to start using him a lot more. It's like, yeah, you do. He's a really, really talented player. You know, just not there, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying. But yeah, the Bears got a big win. Justin Fields' first win. You know, stats weren't great, but like, hey, you win. David Montgomery, uh, 23, carries 106 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, did go down in that game. Uh, Hyperextended knee. He is going to miss four to five. Uh, for anyone who's living under a rock that didn't know who plays fantasy football, who's a Montgomery owner, he's not playing this week. So make sure you get him out of your lineup. Uh, Damian Williams is the primary backup. He did have a thigh bruise in that game, looking like he has practice, looking like he is going to play the next uh, direct backup is uh, Khalil Herbert. I'm just going to tell you right now, I didn't look at how many leagues he's available in. I'm going to say all of them. Uh, So if Khalil Herbert does end up getting the start, uh, you can snag him. Um, You know, if you're hoping for running back, running back to more likely flex production. Uh, Damian Williams, if as a starter, I mean, obviously a few years ago in Kansas City, uh, he can get the job done. You know, I would say he's, he's definitely in the RB2 mix if he does end up playing. Uh, moving on again. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the Lions 0-4. I think that they're a better team than that record, but we'll see how the, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, they, I mean, they look like they, before the season, like they may have been one of the all-time worst teams, and that doesn't seem to be the case, but there's still yeah. stuff in yeah, I mean, but yeah, preseason, uh, the wide receiver room looked atrocious. But I mean, Quintus Evas has had a couple of good games. Could be a, a good stash for fantasy owners. Um, yeah, uh, we'll move on now. So last week, let me set a scene for you guys. Let me set a scene. Last week, before all the games are planned, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles. This is the game of the year. This is going to be the one. These are the two NFC powerhouses. The Rams go out and smack Tampa Bay in the mouth. The Rams you know, are now, you know, number one in all the power rankings and everything like that. They go into Arizona, two undefeateds. Arizona comes out and smacks them in the mouth. So now the only, we have one undefeated team, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray, another huge game, 268, two touchdowns passing, another 39 yards rushing. It's a little low on the rushing yards, but still solid game, 24-32. Chase Edmonds, 12 carries, 120 yards. And then James Connor, old James Connor. Uh, a couple of fallen touchdowns, but 18 carries, 50 yards, and a couple touchdowns. Not bad. And even AJ Green got into the mix with a big old touchdown there early, five catches, 67 yards, and a touch. And I believe one of my sits of the week at tight end, Max Williams, also got into the end zone because they just have to, don't they? They just have to. Well, guess what? Uh, spoiler alert Max Williams is on my sit 
uh, listed this week too. So take that. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, Joshy boy, uh, the Rams, obviously after last week, flying pretty high this week, not so much 37 to 20 in Arizona. Who do you think is the team? And this is a pretty vague question, but right now we're sitting, we're sitting four weeks, about to be five weeks into the season. The division's all over the place. Uh, you know, San Francisco looked like a looked like a really solid squad. They lose to uh, Green Bay, then they follow that up with a loss to Seattle. Seattle loses to Minnesota. They beat San Francisco. Who, right now, who do you think is the team to beat in that division um, in this well, early yeah. early season? Yeah, I still think it's probably the best division in football uh, as it was last year. But to me, it's still the Rams. Um, I get. Arizona's looked really good. Um, Kyler Murray's been phenomenal. And their defense has been playing really well, too, which, you know, people don't talk a lot about because their offense has been so spectacular. But to me, the Rams' defense is still the best in probably the league. Um, And I think at the end of the season, they're still going to be on top. Uh, It's a long season, 17 games now. So. I still think it's the Rams uh, to lose, but uh, I think Arizona is still nipping at their heels. Did you just say Minnesota is nipping at their heels? What? No. Did you just Arizona. Oh, Arizona. For some reason, I think Minnesota is still nipping at their heels. Uh, yeah. So, like, moving on to that other one. So, Seattle gets a win over San Fran. Both of these teams are two and two. Uh, the Rams are three and one and, uh, yeah, the Cardinals are four and four. No, um, uh, moving out of that Seahawks game, uh, Chris Carson, 13 carries for 30 yards, uh, before he would exit the game. Also one catch for one yard. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Alex Collins did come in, uh, 10 carries, 44 yards and a touchdown. Uh, as of right now, Chris Carson has not practiced the last two weeks with a neck injury, um they he they are playing thursday night uh as of the recording of this this will be released tomorrow so tonight um they will be uh without most likely chris carson uh so all of you alex collins owners out there which i believe uh we happen to have one in our midst right now uh what's his name his name is josh but yeah um he's only rostered currently in 6.3 percent of espn leagues go snag alex collins because it is seeming like this is going to be a game time decision missing two practices in a row before a game not great for chris carson i would say alex or alex collins is most likely going to get the start uh moving on to that wide receiver room real quick just want to jump into there real 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 fast um Obviously not a huge day for anyone. Russell Wilson only threw for 149 yards, did throw two touchdowns, uh, one of which went to Freddie Swain. Um, So, yeah, whoever started Freddie Swain, I guess, have fun with those three catches, 20 yards. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, four for 65, and a touchdown, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, that's the guy that we're talking about um, right now. And I'm going to... You know what? Let's hold off because there's a special place for a guy who's playing like Tyler Lockett. And I think you guys know where it is, but we'll, we'll come back to Tyler Lockett here in a little bit. Uh, just want to touch on uh, Sunday night, uh, rainy, rainy, rainy Sunday night game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. Uh, the return, as they called it, uh, uh, and also playing Adele songs that hello. I don't remember the name of the song, but it was very funny with the first time I saw the uh, the 
the commercial for it. Uh, the return went about as uh, good as expected. The game did get, you know, did get a little interesting near the end. Tampa Bay did take it 19 to 17. Uh, have we settled it, Alex? Have we settled it? Is Bill Belichick just another guy coaching or is he the greatest or did Tom Brady make him, make him the greatest coach? Your opinion. I want to hear your hot take. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady punked him. He punked his ass good. Punked his ass good. Uh, Leonard Fournette had a huge game, 20 carries for 92 yards. Rojo did come in and score that touchdown. Um, fantasy perspective here on this one, I'm still not starting Ronald Jones. The only reason he came out, or that Leonard Fournette came out on that drive is because he was exhausted. Uh, big game for him. Like I said, 92 yards on 20 carries. Uh, added another three catches for 47 yards. Um, New England, uh, not great uh mac jones mac jones played okay you know 31 of 40 275 two touchdowns did add an interception nothing going in the on the ground i believe they finished with negative one yard rushing and yep just confirming that now yes they nelson Aguilar had one carry for four yards brandon bolden one for zero jj taylor one for zero mac jones one for negative one damien harris four for negative four great Great, great, great. Uh, we'll let you know Damian Harris does have the Houston Texans coming up. They should be able to get the ground going. I would put him in a flex spot uh, if needed. Uh, if not, I would keep him on the bench. The guy that I actually am really excited from this game, and I wasn't a few weeks ago, but that's the thing. It's, a, it's so back and forth. Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers. We'll be talking about him a little bit later in the show, too. Uh, and let's finish up, boys. Chargers. Raiders. Chargers won 28 to 14. Uh, I think we all kind of, I, I was picking the chargers for this one. Uh, Derek Carr got hit a lot. Uh, Justin Herbert, you know, not a lot through the air 222, but he did throw three touchdowns. Just did enough. Austin Eckler, huge game, huge game from him, both on the ground and in the air, 15 carries 117 and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, another three catches, 28 yards and a touchdown through the air. Uh, Keenan Allen owners uh, and uh, Michael Williams, sorry, Mike Williams owners uh, left a little bit uh, uninspired. Mike Williams finally threw up a dud, one catch on four targets for 11 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen, buttload of targets. So that's good. Corralled seven of them. That's good. Uh, was able to muster 36 yards out of it. Uh, going back to Alex on this one, Chargers are currently sitting at three and one. Raiders are three and one. And I believe we talked about it last week. I think the Raiders are kind of a fraudulent, you know, not fraudulent, but three and one right now. I still think that they're frauds. I think that they're going to fall apart. Chargers Chiefs, most likely the teams win this division. Chargers are, you know, obviously got the win, you know, against them last week. Do you think the Chargers have the ability right now, defensively, offensively, to take this division over the Chiefs? I mean, I think they have the ability to. I wouldn't bet on it. But I think out of all the other teams in the West, they're better positioned than the Broncos or Raiders. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I think they have the talent. Kansas City's obviously been pretty vulnerable. But I just think that, you know, we're, it's, we're only in week five. When we get to, like, ask me when we get to, like, week 15. No, for uh, sure. Because, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. But uh, I think they have the ability to. But, you know, they're still a young team and – they're the Chargers, and that maybe that doesn't matter this year, and hopefully not because I like them. They're a fun team, but you know, historically they find a way to to choke. So we'll see. We will see. We will see. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, until the Chiefs really do something to fix that defense. You know, you know like I said, they're going to have to like win some games with some high scores, which they're pretty good at anyway. So we'll see what happens. Well, guys, uh, any any thoughts on week four? Any any games that that really excited you? Giants got a big win. Jets got a big win. New York can be happy, both in overtime also. Uh, that's a fun fact. Josh looks bored. Josh looks, bored, a fun with, fact. <laughs> Josh looks bored with all the outcome. Your Buccaneers got a win, Josh. Um, I, yeah, I, I did. I did. Enjoy, I will say I did enjoy the uh, Bucks and uh, Patriots game. It was a rainy game and goes to New England, came back and uh, won on a field goal. So did you just call him the ghost of New England. <laughs> As we all call him. I'm ready to ghost of New England. I think he'll be the ghost of New England. Yeah, when he curses. Here he comes, the ghost of New England. The The ghost ghost of New England. England. Uh, No, there was a fun weekend of football, and um, yeah. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. What it's all about. My favorite game of the week was watching the Falcons, like, actually do something offensively, but still find a way to lose. It was super fun. And then the Washington football team came back and beat them at the end. It was really, really great. Matt Ryan, 283 yards and four touchdowns. Corderell Patterson looking like a you know a stud receiver running back too. But no, that was that was my favorite game of the week. They still found a way to lose those poor Falcons. Well, with that guy, they're not they're not zero four, are they? No, no. The Falcons got their How first win. They got their first win last week. Uh, I'll, let me go back here. I have to remember who they played. I'll, I'll give you, you take two guesses as to who they played last week. Uh, I don't know, Minnesota. Uh, it's a team here. I'll, I'll narrow it down for you. There's three teams in this state and the state is New York. Uh, the Jets. The other one in New York City. The Giants. It's oh. the Giants. Yeah, they got a 17-14 win against the Giants last week. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, the Falcons huh. are not looking good. But Matt Ryan, four touchdowns. I mean, you can't really complain about that one. But yeah, guys, uh, moving on. So we've got our games. We've got all this stuff happening. You know, all the players are playing. Uh, they and are. They're, and they're having, <laughs> some of them are having a ball. And right now in Seattle, DK Metcalf is, you know, having the time of his life. You know, you, you, you want to find a happy, a happy fellow uh, in football, look no further than uh, DK Metcalf. Over the last two weeks, you know, he's, you know, eight targets, nine targets, 170 yards, a touchdown, 65 yards, a touchdown. It's fantastic. But there's another guy in Seattle that's not so happy. After starting the season as you know, just starting on a, on a crazy tear, some huge games, some big touchdowns all over the place, nothing but fun. Now, all of a sudden, he finds himself on a pretty bad skid. And that's why I have set out, I mean, they are called the Seahawks. So I set out some bird food and not just bird food. I also put some like, so it's called the Seahawks. So I put some like shrimp down too. I don't know (laughs) if they like that better. Uh, Just to lure the Seahawk in. Uh, His name's Tyler Lockett. Week one, five targets, four catches, 100 yards. Two of those four catches went for touchdowns. Week two. Lure him into what? The panic room. Oh, no. Are we just win the panic room every week now? We have to. <laughs> when a player's playing this bad, we have to do the panic room. Tyler Lockett. Josh. Tyler right Lock the door. Tyler Lock the door of the panic room. 
Uh, week two, 11 targets, eight catches, 178 in a touchdown. Since then, a t- combined total of nine targets, eight catches over two weeks, and a little over, yeah, 55 yards in two weeks. Josh, is it time to put Tyler Lockett in the panic now? Uh, I would say no, but with a asterisk being we saw this kind of last year where Tyler Lockett came out really hot and then DK Metcalf the second half of the season kind of came on. Um, Am I panicking? No. If I'm the Tyler Lockett owner, I'm I'm still fine with keeping him. I would maybe be looking to sell high on him, but um, kind of hard to sell high on a guy who's had eight catches over two weeks for 50 yards. I think you mean sell. What is he still the wide receiver? Four or five? What would he be? Well, um, I mean, he's, you know, he dropped significantly after um, uh, the, the start to the season. But yeah, I mean, he's right now in our rankings, he's, you know, the fifth ranked receiver. But again, that's all based on two games. I mean, true. So, but the last two games not looking great, but I, I I'll agree with you. I wouldn't be panicking right now, but, you know, look, uh, if you can sell high on him, great. Um, you might not be able to with his last couple games, maybe on name value alone. But um, yeah, we've seen this before last year. It is very possible. And there's another guy. Uh, he was a lot easier to get in because he's been a little hobbled. His ankle's not feeling so hot. And Alex actually owns this player. Uh, I got him some crutches and I walked him downstairs just to, just to show him. Alex, Delvin Cook, is it time Is it time to consider putting Delvin Cook in the What are you room? doing taking my players to the panic room? This is one guy. You don't have Tyler Lockett. Uh, Did- no, but you don't get to show uh, Delvin Cook the panic room. I don't know. Is he, is, is his, are his ankles really fucked? Well, he did say this week that he is going to play through the injury. He doesn't think it's getting any worse, any better. Um, last week, you know, obviously uh, they did get, uh, yeah, they won. No, they lost to the Cleveland Browns. And a classic 14 to 7. 14 to 7, shootout. yeah. Against a good Cleveland Browns defense, nine carries, 34 yards. And that was after missing a game. He did say he's going to play. He has a great matchup this week against your Detroit Lions, um, a team that's very susceptible to run. I pretty much leading up to this. I'll, I'll just skip to the chase on this one. I don't think it's time. I think he's going to have a huge game against Detroit. The ankle is something to monitor though. He is going to continue playing on it. So he does, you know, he's saying that it doesn't seem like an injury that he can really aggravate any worse, just playing through pain, which in the NFL is something that you just have to do. Uh, Josh, do you, you look like you have well, why don't to you let me answer whether I'm doing it or not? All right, Alex, what are you doing? No, I'm not. And Alex, you have Madison as as a hand. I do, and Madison filled in in week three and had a nice stat line. Um, I don't know if the whole thing with drafting Cook is that he's going to get he can get hurt um, until he does, and it's it's significant time missed. I'm still going to play him. He didn't have a great line against Cleveland, but Cleveland had a good game. Minnesota didn't do anything. Uh, I am not putting him in the panic room yet, and I would thank you, John. To stop escorting my players to the panic room. Hey, I wasn't escorting him to the panic room. I just wanted to. Sounds like you were holding his goddamn hand. I just wanted him to know that it's a very, you know, it's a likely thing. You know, if he keeps messing around like that, I'm kidding. He's not doing that. He's a great quarterback. Uh, Josh, I have one more. He's a great quarterback. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. He's a great running back. I bet he'd be a great quarterback. Shit. Let's give him the chance. I mean, they're Uh, talented guys, you know? 
they are. They're just, you know, they're really good at what they do. They're muscular. They're strong. Uh, Even if he couldn't start at quarterback in the NFL, he's probably a much better quarterback than any of us will ever be. Oh, absolutely. So think about that. I have thought about it. Josh, we're moving on. Think to about actual, it. Uh, Josh, we're moving on to an actual quarterback. This is, this is the last one. Uh, so this guy currently, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some stats. I'm going to see if you can guess who this guy is, Josh. Okay. Uh, coming off a win, coming off a win, a three and one football team, three and one. All right. That's pretty good. Huh? That's pretty good. Uh, so far this season, week one, he did go over 300 yards. Mind you, no touchdown passes and an interception. And since then has yet to throw for over 250 yards has added two touchdowns and another interception. So currently sitting at two touchdowns, two interceptions last week in a win through no touchdowns or interceptions, three and one football team. Who do you think this guy is? Um, do you want to, do you want a hint? Yeah. Give me him. He played, he was the winning team in a game last week with the guy that we were just talking about right before this Dalvin cook. Oh, um, I'm just going to skip to the next. It's Baker Mayfield. Oh yes. Baker make Baker Mayfield, uh, currently sitting at position ranking at 25 here. Uh, last week, nine points, uh, 11 points, week one, 17, 16 in between there. Uh, again, through four games, two touchdowns, two picks, Josh. Yeah. Are you taking Baker Mayfield to the panic room? I, I don't know that I can. Um, you know, he's too, he's he, too strong. He overpowered you. No, but but here's my thing is like they were always a run first offense. And if at where you drafted Baker Mayfield or, you know, probably got him off waivers. What I thought you were uh the, the quarterback I thought you were talking about was Ryan Tannehill, but then when you said they won last week, um, that three off. Ryan Tannehill would be a more panic room quarterback. Well, I believe I believe he's been in the waiting room for a couple of weeks, so he's down there. You know, he's near the door already. Yeah, you're not throwing him in because to me, like, look, Baker Mayfield, where you probably drafted him or where you brought him off waivers, you can pick someone up and you know replace yeah. him. Yeah um this is what you expected i think in some respects um so i i you know would i throw him in the panic room i, I don't know is there like a panic room for undrafted quarterbacks sure i'd throw him in there there's absolutely a panic well it's the same oh, oh okay well sure then throw him in there all right so that's good because like i've been wanting to toss him in the panic room all night long and i wasn't gonna i wasn't didn't feel like i was gonna get to do it so i'm glad uh so baker mayfield he didn't really fight either. He just kind of put his head down and just walked right in. So that was yeah. it's kind of depressing. It's not as fun when it happens like that. Yeah. I know. But with that, I'll slowly close the door of the panic room. He's not fighting at all. All right. And also, just for future reference, Josh, when you do go out to find guys to put in the panic room, make sure you bring like your tranquilizers or like a stun gun of some sort because they are stronger than you. They're stronger than me and Alex. Oh, too. Yeah. You just got to remember, you got to remember like some mace or something. Chloroform. Something that, yeah, chloroform. That's good too. Something to take them down. Something to ease them down. I just use fast talk. Oh, you fast talk. Uh I like that. See, I use sleight of hand magic to trick them. I come in with chloroform. 
or in the case of Tyler Lockett, I tricked them there with like like a skittle, you know, like the thing that ET did. Except I, what did I use? Bird feed and and shrimp. <laughs> and hell, it worked. Uh, well, guys, with that the panic room is again closed. Uh, and yeah, Alex, maybe we will do the panic room every week. Who knows? If people, if players keep making us panic, it's your show. Gonna, we're gonna have to keep <laughs> your funeral. All right, guys. Well, with that, uh, they'll, they'll cl- close up the first half. We will be back after a word from us talking about a thing. Uh, we'll have some starts and sits. Uh, we'll have Alex's picks, and uh, then we'll do a little do a little Thursday night trivia. We'll do a little Thursday night trivia. We'll be right back. The final fantasy. and we're back we're back we're back we're back week five week five babies um here's the time this is the place this is where you get your starts and your sits starts and sits uh guys this week my starts at quarterback are yeah, maybe call me crazy call me insane if you will uh i'm You're starting crazy. I'm crazy guys. I'm starting Sam Darnold this week. Uh, I know they're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Sam Darnold's hasn't been having a pretty solid season, five rushing touchdowns so far on the season, uh, which is leads the league actually uh, of all players, not just quarterbacks. Uh, Philadelphia has given up eight passing touchdowns in the last two weeks. I think Sam Darnold's going to have a big one. And also this one may shock you may shock you i'm starting none other than matt ryan matt ryan's my start of the week uh he's been a top 15 quarterback since week two obviously the wins haven't been there uh but they are uh bringing in a jets team that's uh pretty bad so uh, i'm thinking that he's gonna he's gonna put up some points against the jets uh as far as sits uh i'm sitting tyler or taylor and i can never taylor heineke heineke However you say his name. I'm sitting him this week. Uh, New Orleans. Hennekin? Heineken. Oh, Heineken. Yeah. Like He's sponsored content. Oh, man. That would be – that's really smart. That's something you should look into. Uh, but yeah, they're playing the Saints this week. The Saints are allowing the six fewest points to quarterbacks. Uh, I'm, I'm resting Taylor Heineke this week. Uh, I am also sit of the week, sit of the week, sit of the week. A guy, uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh playing Denver hasn't been playing well now you're playing Denver Denver's allowing the second fewest points to quarterbacks uh this season I'm sitting Ben Roethlisberger also you know I'll just throw it out there before I move on is Ben he's done right I mean he's toast like can he even ambulate down the field I don't don't know know. you know he's talking about a hip injury that's throwing him off uh he's got the you know the pectoral injury I mean, I, whatever, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously I think we talked about it last week. I don't know. I don't think John, is Aaron Rodgers going to be the Packer or the, uh, Pittsburgh starting quarterback next year, Josh, that's a, over thing. Under? what that's do you think? think for another time? I, who knows? <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Who knows? Uh, moving on to running backs. Now, uh, I actually made this list here earlier in the day on Wednesday. Uh, so I am actually having to amend my start of the week uh, because there is a possibility. Well, I'll just do my start. I'm starting Zach Moss this week. Uh, the Chiefs have allowed a top 10 back in three or four games uh, so far this season. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game. I think that's yeah, it's going to be a score fest. I think the, I think a lot of players are going to come out of that 
with a, a lot of points. Yeah. And, and yeah, Josh, I know he's on your team. I'm very happy for you. Um, couldn't be happier for you, honestly. Now, before, uh, before uh, I got the news a little while ago, uh, I did have Chubba Hubbard uh, in my start of the week spot. Uh, Philadelphia is allowing the second most rushing yards per game this season. But uh, some news coming out, Christian McCaffrey has logged some practices, uh, and there is some potential that Christian McCaffrey might start. Uh, so can't really put him as my start of the week as a Christian McCaffrey is healthy going up against this defense. You're starting him uh, no matter what happens. Uh, so my start of the week this week is actually going to be Chase Edmonds. Uh, you know, huge guy, obviously James Connors getting those goal lines, goal line carries, and he's kind of crushing it there. But Edmonds has been really good. Um, he's had at least four receptions in four games and the 49ers have allowed a top 20 running back, uh, in four games this year. So honestly, I, yeah, you could really, I think, start either of those guys, uh, with a lot of confidence, but yeah, Chase Edmonds, my start of the week <clears throat> rolling into my sits, uh, guys, I'm sitting Rojo talked about it earlier in the show did score a touchdown. Uh, obviously, you know, there was a, you know, the game script was going that way. They pull, you know, they, they, you know, yanked for net for, for a, a play to, you know, rest him and Rojo, you know, uh, was the, it was the benefactor of that touchdown, but he's still playing, still playing second fiddle. Uh, I would not let that touchdown go to your head. Rojo is on your bench. I'm um, also sitting and this one uh, I'm also saying we're getting close to dumpsville miles Gaskin uh, three rushing yards last week, no targets in the passing game whatsoever, which he did such a good job of last season was catching passes um not really sure obviously that team's you know pretty bad um but you know didn't see miles gaskin really fading this hard um so not only is he's he my sit of the week honestly there's i think there's reason to to believe that he might be sitting in the free agent pool here uh pretty quick and probably for the rest of the season uh moving on my starts at wide receiver. I'm starting Marvin Jones this week. The Titans have allowed the second most points to wide receivers and Marvin Jones uh, through three weeks last week, you know, a little bit of an apparition, but through three weeks, 28 targets. That's really, really good. Still the go-to guy there in, in uh, Jacksonville. And my start of the week uh, is Jacoby Myers from new England. Uh, pretty well documented. He has not scored a touchdown uh, in the NFL yet. His last touchdown came in college, but 26 targets over the last two weeks that leads the NFL with that kind of volume. You plug and you play. Um, I sit at wide receiver. I'm sitting Devonte Parker. Um, Going to have a tough game against the Bucks defense. Obviously the Bucks, you know, secondary is a little banged up, uh, but I'm still, yeah, I'm not trusting really anyone from that Miami Dolphins team. I'm sitting Devonte Parker this week and my sit of the week is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, last week he did get in the end zone uh, the numbers just aren't there and, you know, fell off again last week. Um, you know, the touchdown may, you know, I, he's a great player, uh, just seems to be too low in that pecking order, uh, with Debo and George Kittle, uh, you know, taking up the line chairs and he is getting out targeted by Kyle Juszczyk, who is a fullback. So that's not what you like to see as a guy who was drafted, you know, drafted third, you know, fourth, fifth round, um, just not, not happening for old Ayuk. He may be another guy here that can go on the scrap heap pretty soon as well. Last week, three targets, got one of them for 15 yards. Uh, not great. So far, only six catches on the young season uh, with 
11 targets through three games. Not fantastic. Uh, my starts at tight end. I'm starting Mike Gusecki this week. Uh, guy who for the first couple of weeks wasn't really loving at all, really, for that matter. The last couple of weeks, this dude has really come on. You know, if there's, you know, every team usually has at least one, you know, fantasy shining light. And and for the Miami Dolphins, it seems to be Gusecki. Uh, two weeks ago, 12 targets. 10 catches, 86 yards this week, six targets, five catches, 57 and a touchdown uh, currently sitting at uh, number nine tight end uh, does have a tough matchup with Tampa Bay, but again, the targets are there. If they're looking early and often, he could do some damage. My start of the week and last week uh, I made the foolish uh, decision to put this guy as my sit of the week Uh Guys, the start of the week this week is Dawson Knox for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, fun tight end, you know, fun, you know, has, you know, all the talent to be one of those top flight tight ends. The targets weren't really there, but over the last couple of weeks, uh, week three against Washington, five targets, four catches, 49 and a touchdown. Uh, last week against Houston, eight targets, five catches, 37 and two scores. And this week, a really porous Kansas City secondary that's very banged up. Uh, obviously there's a lot of mouths to feed there in Buffalo, Emmanuel Sanders, Stefan Diggs, uh, the backs. Um, but I like Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox this week. Be interesting to see those targets go up and, uh, keep it going, but he is my start of the week. Um, sitting this week, uh, Max Williams talked about a little earlier, um, last week. Uh, yeah, Max Williams, uh, playing, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. I've forgotten who the, I've forgotten who the, uh, the Cardinals are playing this week. Is that uh, San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, they are playing San Francisco, uh, who played Seattle last week. Last week, Seattle tight ends had just two targets against that defense. Uh, Max Williams has been one of those guys back and forth, back and forth. Bad game, good game, bad game, good game. Last week was a good game. Uh, obviously, don't use that as a, as a, measuring stick to start a player. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that the, yeah, San Francisco, it's just a bad matchup for tight ends. I'm setting Max Williams and my sit of the week, uh, Tyler Conklin, Minnesota, uh, a couple weeks ago had a huge game, uh, has a decent matchup this week against Detroit. I just think he's too low in the pecking order last week against, uh, Cleveland did not do a lot, did not do a lot. I'm sitting him this week. Uh, over on defense, uh, I'm starting the Vikings against the Lions. I'm sitting the Bills versus the Chiefs. Do not drop the Bills defense, though. Uh, obviously, a lot of season left to go. We'll see what happens to that defense as it you know, kind of cycles to the mean whenever they start to play some better offenses. But uh, the way they played, they definitely deserve a roster spot. But I am sitting them versus the Chiefs. And, guys, I'm doing something new this week. I normally don't do kickers. Normally don't. You know, I – don't know why, uh, but it's, you know, we have kickers in our league. A lot of people have kickers in their leagues and they're players. They deserve this week. I'm starting young way. Um, I have him on my squad. Uh, it's been tough. He hasn't had double digit points this season. He hasn't missed a kick either though. I mean, the dude is automatic. That Falcons team just doesn't get, doesn't get in the field goal range very often. And when they do, they're usually losing, by double digits, so they just go for it. I think this week against the Jets, that changes. I think Young Wake is a start. And on the other side, I'm sitting Jason Sanders of the Miami Dolphins. Tough matchup against Tampa Bay. I think he's going to find himself in a very Young Wake ish situation uh, throughout the season. I think that they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to be playing from behind early. So, guys, that does it for my starts and my sits. Uh, and now 
let's move on. And I'm doing better this week. I'm doing better. Alex, let's do your picks. Let's do Alex's picks, baby. All right, let's get right through them. Uh, tomorrow, the Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, this week, I'm just going to be a... I'm going to be a big homer, and I'm going to say Seattle with the upset tomorrow. Sunday night, we have uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, game of the week. Game of the early season. I'm going to pick Kansas City. I think they uh, there's their favorite technically, but I think the sort of consensus growing is that Buffalo's the team to beat, and I think Kansas City's going to uh, show them up on Sunday night. They like playing in the spotlight. Uh, Monday night, Baltimore over Indianapolis at home. That's a little more, uh, you know, just yeah. pretty standard pick. My uh, gambling pick of the week, which I'll go ahead and call a lock of the week, is I'm going to pick the Panthers at uh, minus three and a half over the Eagles. Ooh, baby. Sunday. Yeah, I like that Panthers-Eagles pick. I like it a lot. Well, guys, we've run through a lot. And uh, Josh, Josh, you have something that you had something to add here, didn't you? Uh, I have trivia. You have a trivia question. Let's start. Let's do it, Josh. I do. Well, gentlemen, the Jaguars are slated. They're 19 or 0-19 uh, in the last 19 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, could set a record for uh, consecutive losses. My question to Alex is... What team in the post Super Bowl era has the record for most consecutive losses in a row? The post Super Bowl era. I'm kidding. You mean the, the Super Bowl era? Well, Super Bowl era, I should I'm say. Just, I'm just joking. Uh, are you going to give me choices or should I just guess? You I think I guess. Guess. Is it the Lions? No, it's not. Is and now Lions? we move. No, now we move to John. Well, if it's not the Lions, just using it's got to be the Browns, right? Uh, there's two teams right now that uh, have the record for a uh, consecutive 19 loss record. Can you name one of them, John? And it's not the Browns. It's not the Browns. Holy you, shit! Uh, I'm gonna say the Buc- I'm gonna say the Buccaneers then. Well, you would have been right uh, had I asked the question of which team has the record for most consecutive losses. That would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who went 0-26. And you both lost, so... We both lost, man. Yeah, uh, because, yeah, the Buccaneers, didn't they? Yeah, they lost 26 straight when they began, like... So, but the Browns lost 19 straight. That's... So, the two teams that are 0-19, that have went 0-19... Uh, consecutively are the Lions, which was your guess, Alex, and the hang on. I feel like the we Browns. got these I feel like we got these right then. No. Well no, because he was the asking Raiders, the 1961 to 1962 Raiders. That's before the Super Bowl era. Mm, not according to this website. The Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl was in 1967. Uh oh, Joshy. Well, you still lost. Well, so. guys, <laughs> well, guys, we all lost, but we'll find out who the true loser here is in just a second. Uh, these two, you guys got a beef, obviously, right now, and we're gonna we're gonna quash that right here, right now, guys. Uh, Thursday night game this week: Rams Seahawks. So I figured I'd do a little uh, Rams Seahawks series uh, uh, funsies. Uh, trivia so i'm gonna start 
with Alex, actually. You know what? No. Josh, Josh has a big head after that last one. I'm going to start with Josh boy, Josh boy, Josh boy. Uh, Josh, in the, the, you know, the incredible back and forth series between the Rams and the Seahawks, it had to start somewhere, right? Had to start somewhere. That year was, (laughs) give me me a moment, was, uh, sorry, was uh, November 4th, 1970. Nine, 1979. Now, in that game, the Rams won it 24 to nothing. No problem. No problems. I'm not asking you that question. I'm asking you, Josh, who was the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks team that was blanked in that game? Was it Warren Moon, Jim Zorn, or Matt Hasselbeck? I'll say Jim Zorn. It was Jim Zorn. And for some fun facts on this one, Jim Zorn, Jim Zorn attempted 17 passes, completed two of them for 25 yards. Uh, real fun game that one was. Uh, moving on, Alex, across yeah. the entire, entire series between these two squads, the most points ever scored by one team was 42 points. And that was in 2017. Rams, Seahawks, which one of them scored that 42? in 2017 i'll say the rams did you are correct and alex you can earn a bonus point here a ram on this team scored four touchdowns who was that ram on the team then yep 2017 four touchdowns was it todd Gurley? it was todd Gurley. four touchdowns three rushing one receiving josh to you yeah. Who has more Super Bowls between the two teams, the Rams and the Seahawks? Most Super Bowl victories? The Seahawks. Josh, you're half right. Uh, they it's both tied. they both have one. They both have one Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I can I can throw trick questions out there. Alex knew it. Uh, Alex, now this one's a little bit tougher. Over the course of all of their games, they've played each other 47 times, counting playoffs. How many overtime games have there been between the two? One, two, oh, sorry, one, two, or five? Two. You're correct, Alex, and you can get a bonus point here, too. One of the teams won both of those. Which team won both of those overtime games, the Rams or the Seahawks? The Seahawks. Didn't get that bonus point. It was the Rams in both overtime games. Now, Josh, I'm going to give you one last question. This is for the tie, all right? And we'll finish it as a tie. How would it be for the tie? I have, like... Well, I forgot to mention you that bonus points don't actually count towards your actual point total. So you're tied. Uh, But still, I have, like... Don't I have three and he has one? Whatever. Keep going. That's true. Well, th- well, it won't be for the tie, Josh. I won't get just, this anyway. Yeah, so this is just yeah, this is an, an almost an impossible question. I'm actually going to let you take a crack at it too, Alex. Okay. The two teams have played each other 47 times. Can you tell me the overall record between the two, closest without going over, starting with Josh? 47 games. 47 games. Yep, we played each other 47 times. What is the split? 
23 and 24. Okay. Alex, you want to take a crack? Yeah, just a minute. Twenty three, twenty one, and three. No. <laughs> twenty four, twenty two, and one. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's actually really crazy. Uh, you did not get it exactly right, Alex. You were both very, very close. Alex was closest without going over the overall record between the two teams. There have never been a tie. Twenty five and twenty two. Twenty five and twenty two. Uh, the Seahawks actually lead the series 25 to 22 and guys with that, Alex takes Seattle Rams trivia, Josh, you do have that moral victory of blanking us earlier on that other one. I have an overtime question for both of you. Oh, you got an OT question. We're going into OT. It goes back to my original question. So I asked which team has the longest losing streak, uh, post Super Bowl era, which team has the longest losing streak, both post Super Bowl, pre Super Bowl era. And you just say all time. I'll say of all time. Um, uh, and I'll start with Alex and I'll give you a hint. It's a team that uh, moves cities and it's still an active NFL franchise. Well, is it the Raiders? Cause you mentioned them earlier. That is incorrect. John. Is it the is Cardinals? It, I think guess Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. The Chicago Cardinals lost 29 consecutive games uh, in the 1944 season. Most likely wow. do World War II. Um, all their good plays. I know, right? Ruining all our I games. get I get the point because John won. So. <laughs> you do you do get the point. <laughs> you do get the point. So you both win. You're both winners. And you know what? Even without this, you guys are both winners in my book. Uh, as always, I'd like to thank my two trusty co-hosts, Alex, Josh. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'd like to thank, as always, Jack, uh, Gunter Volker from the band Jack Hotel. You can find them on Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the FFCast. That is at symbol, the FFCast. Uh, we do some start sits uh, an hour before game days on Sundays. Uh, that's 11 central time where we are. So it's a different time in other time zones. So check what time zone you're in and figure that out. Do the math, go on Google or whatever. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, always a fun time. Do the math on Google. Yep. Uh, we're hitting some, hitting some new records as far as listeners are concerned and having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you last week. And as always, like and subscribe, smash that subscribe button. You can do you can't do that on podcast. Uh, as always, uh, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye.